option, Hosanna, wow, Hosanna, page number of faith responsibly next. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Shout out joy and victory. Shout the defense of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die of the and will proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open for me the gates of the righteous. I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous may enter. I will give you thanks for your gifts me. You have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice today and be glad. Lord, save us. Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord we bless you. The Lord is God, and he has made his light shine on us with vows in hand, joined in the festival procession up to the corners of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love endures forever. Next are the announcements. So for Sidman, today is Holy Communion. And for the charge today, April 2nd, is the Lenten service at 7 p.m. at Salix Baptist Church. Um, Thursday, the 6th, is Monday Thursday. The service will be at Beaverdale at 6 p.m. with Communion. Friday the 7th is the crosswalk starting here at Sidman at 9 a.m. Lunch will be at 11 a.m. and the service is at noon. Sunday the 9th is Easter Sunday. And next Thursday is the final disaffiliation meeting with the district superintendent at Sidman at 6.30 p.m. And Sunday the 16th is the informational meeting on denomination choices by Reverend Laurel, Laura Safel chair of the WPA chapter of the Wesleyan Covenant Association at here at 3 p.m. If you would stand for the hymn of grace, tell me. I have an announcement. Oh. And anybody else have any announcements? 
Uh, I want to mention that the palms, which you can take when you come up to receive communion, have been donated by Portage Florals. I was there uh, Friday, Saturday, Thursday. I was there uh, Thursday. What, met one of the workers uh, and uh, had a delightful time. Uh, a delightful time there. So that's all I have. Now may stand for the hymn of grace, Tell Me the Stories of Jesus, on page beforehand. Uh, are our doors locked today, Lenton? Top and bottom. <laughs> bottom and top. Yeah, good. Okay. Just so we don't take any chances in the current situation we find ourselves in. Let us pray. Keep ever in our minds and hearts the sufferings you endured for us so that we will be bold enough to follow you. As you emptied yourself for us, let us completely empty ourselves for your sake, so that we may rejoice to take up our crosses daily and follow you. Be gracious to all who remember us in their prayers or desire to be remembered in ours. Strengthen the hearts of your servants against temptations. Grant that we may encourage one another to love and to serve you. Dear Lord, we offer prayers for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation 
their families, friends, and neighbors. We pray for the law enforcement, the military, especially First Lieutenant Carl Smith, health workers, and firefighters. We pray for the leaders of our country, community, and church. We pray for the well-being and safety of our youth and, and offer them encouragement. We pray for those people who have turned their backs on your word or have never heard your word. We pray for them because we're, we, want to be, we want them to be saved before it's too, too late for them. We ask for your forgiveness for our waywardness and for choosing our way over your way during this last week. We pray for the victims and families from the Nashville shooting that took place on Monday. And we pray for the difficult times our country is being put through. May the position we have held in the world be, be maintained. And may our future be filled with peace. Now, dear Lord, let us see if there are any names that came to the spirits or the hearts of the people while we were praying. If so, let them say those names out loud now. Dear Lord, you heard the cries from the people, and we know that you will answer the prayers of the people whose names they brought before you. We thank you for this, this opportunity, dear Lord, and let us now bring our prayer time to a close by praying together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, God will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Would, the, would an usher or ushers come forward for the presentation of God's tithes, our gifts, and offerings? Gracious God in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity to come on the first Sunday of a new month of April. We thank you for this. We thank you for the tithes and gifts and offerings that are being presenting to you today by two youths of this church. We thank you for all this, dear Lord, and we pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, 
master, teacher, and friend. And we all three together said, Amen. Very good. Very good. Please be seated. Our reading for today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, Say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. It only happens in the book of Matthew that he mentions two animals, not one, but two. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their coats, cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the ground, on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. The words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Only in Matthew is it mentioned that there's a, a, a donkey and a colt, two animals. And only in Matthew, he talks, he, Matthew talks about Jesus rode on both of them. And there was a reason why they had to have the donkey with the colt, because the donkey, the mother, would calm down the colt, because the colt had never been ridden on before. It's the first time. So if you knew before entering a city that there were people who were openly said that they would kill you, what would you do? Well, let's see how Jesus entered such a situation. The traditional belief Jewish belief was that the Messiah would come from the Mount of Olives. In Zechariah, the prophet Zechariah, chapter 14, he says, On that day his feet shall stand on the Mount of Olives, which lies before Jerusalem on the east. Then the Lord my God will come, and all the holy ones with him. Now, with the possessions of these qualities of servanthood, mercy, gentleness, Humility, peacefulness, generosity, and compassion, you will find that you are living in God's world, both here and now on earth. Jesus' entry shows his courage because he was entering a hostile city. He knew it. The leaders hated him. They were sworn to eliminate him. He was showing his claim to the Messiahship. His appeal was not to claim a throne, but to claim the hearts of the people. Jesus' entry in Jerusalem signals the triumph of God's identification with the weak, the lowly, and the marginal. Jesus' entry into Jerusalem is a lesson in the mismatch between our expectations and God's answers. They were expecting a military hero like David. And the disciples didn't understand a word that the entry was fulfilling prophecy until after his resurrection. According to John 12, verse 16, he says, When Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written of him and had been done to him. You look to live a life that's free from the signs of evil and oppression that unfortunately life presents to us. God can help by giving you what's needed in order to avoid these signs and oppressions. God sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, 
to help you in freeing yourself from them. You will find out that once you have invited Jesus into your life and you accept his help, help, that he will do much more than you expected and go deeper than you ever could have imagined. Jesus came to earth not to cause dissension, but to bring unity through love. He came not to condemn, but to offer help. He came not in the might of force, but in the strength of love. Acceptance of Christ requires going not only to, but also through the suffering of the cross to achieve eternal life. The voice of Jesus gives way to the voice of community. They are publicly announcing that Jesus is the one they have been waiting for. A young man applied for a job as a Morse code operator back in the days when the telegraph was the fastest means of long-distance communicating. He entered a large, noisy office that had a telegraph key clacking away. He was told to fill out an application and wait until called into the inner office. He did so and took his seat with seven other applicants. After a few minutes, this young man stood up walked across the floor and entered the inner office. The other applicants were looking at each other and saying that they hadn't heard anybody call anyone in. Within a few minutes, the young man and the interviewer came out of the office, inner office and told the other applicants that the job was filled by this young man. That's not fair. He came in last. We never even got a chance to be interviewed. The employer said, I'm sorry, but all the time you've been sitting here, the telegraph has been ticking out the following message in Morse code. If you understand this, then come right in. The job is yours. None of you understood it except this young man. So the job is his. God uses many ways to demonstrate his care, not only through his word, his spirit, but the ministry of Christian friends, but also through more unconventional methods. We just need to be more alert to his signs. With the entrance of Jesus into Jerusalem, God was sending us a signal, and Jesus also was sending us a signal. A signal of love, joy, acceptance, hope, freedom, servanthood, Mercy, mercy, gentleness, humility, peacefulness, generosity, and compassion, just to mention a few. These signals should reveal to you the presence of God that is in your heart. Next Sunday, we celebrate Easter, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If Jesus is not in your heart today, may your heart be open enough for him so he can come into your heart next Sunday. Sunday. Just don't say, of course he's in my heart. Seriously, think about this. Evaluate your life, which I've been telling you to do for the last few weeks. This is the time of the year to do that during Lent. We're coming to a close of it next week. We were not allowed to say hallelujah or hallelujah at all during Lent until, until, until today. So give God a chance to make you into the person he intended you to be. Another perspective on the symbolic nature of this day, have you ever heard of this day Sheep Selection Sunday? That's what it was known as before it became Palm Sunday. This is the day that Sunday the sheep would be brought in <coughs> by the shepherds from Bethlehem and the priest would pick the quarter of a million sheep would be sacrificed. The priest would pick out the ones who had no, who, who were perfect, had, were perfect. And, and they came in the same day, and through another gate, that Jesus came in. Who, who? Is that a, a coincidence, or was that God ordained? And guess when the sheep would be killed, would be slaughtered? Friday at 3 o'clock. That's when Jesus died, Friday at 3 o'clock. He's showing by coming in on that Sunday that he is our sheep. 
He's leading, leading us. Is it a coincidence or is it God ordained? Let us now uh, look to our uh, communion service. Let us proceed with communion. And when you come up for communion, you can take a palm or palms. You don't have to take one. You can take a, 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 a couple more. Okay? Don't hit anybody with them on your way back. Just, just take them back. Okay? We all set? The Lord be with you. Lift up your heart. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth is full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. I have a whole loaf this time. It's not sliced bread like it was last time. But it's still Italian bread. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took the bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is the blood of my new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. So, would Sidney please come forward and help with the... Uh, Serving of communion. So when you feel like it, when the Holy Spirit moves you, come on up and get your communion and, and take a palm.
Let us now stand and recite the Apostles' Creed. Words are on the screen. Let us begin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty.
celebrate Jesus' triumphal entry into a city that welcomes him with joy, but on the other hand will condemn him to death. Let us remember that he did all of this for us so that we can live with freedom from sin. Let us remember this freedom that we all enjoy. Go and earn your day. In the name of God the Father, and God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and all God's children said, Amen. And all God's children said,
Thank you.